Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to show number 247 from Engage for Success. I'm Joe Moffat, uh, one of the uh, regular co-hosts of the show, um, and I am uh, founder and managing director of Woodread. And at Woodread, we help our clients use their brands and the techniques that um, external marketers use to engage uh, consumer audiences and prospective clients' audiences, but we use those same techniques to engage the employee audience and attract potential employees. Um, now, today's show, number 247, um, is, is really going to be all about reviewing the recent Engage for Success conference. Um, those of you who are listening who were there will, will um, recall that it was just a couple of weeks ago at the QE2 Conference Centre in Westminster. Um, the theme of the conference was People at the Heart of Business. Um, and it really was a, a fabulous event. Um, having been to a few of these now, um, it really did sort of raise the bar, I think. And talking to delegates who were there on the day, uh, they certainly felt that was the same as well. I think record numbers uh, of attendees from across all kinds of, of business sectors, um, whether it was from the public sector or the private sector, large PLCs or, or smaller SMEs, um, and a whole range of, of, of delegates and, um, and experts and consultants as well. So a real good mix. Um, and I'm hoping to be joined um, uh, during the course of today's show by Cathy by Brown, um, who I think really know, needs no introduction. Cathy is the Executive Director of Engage for Success. Um, and she's going to be joining me um, to, to really sort of share some of our thoughts about the, the day's um, conference. Um, and we're also going to be listening to some, to some clips from, from delegates who were there, uh, which uh, I think will help to bring it to life as well. So um, Engage for Success, of course, a movement which is designed to shine a light on best practice in terms of employee engagement, um, to bring together research, case studies, evidence as to why employee engagement makes good business sense. Um, and so really the theme of people at the heart of business um, seems to be a, a, you know, very appropriate in terms of, of what the movement is all about and also very timely. Um, certainly we'll, we'll talk about some of the uh, presentations and delegates from the set from the day, um, including Matthew Taylor, CEO of the, Royal, of the RSA, who of course was um, author at the request of the government of the Good Work and the Gig Economy Report, which has been so influential in the government's new industrial strategy. Um, so it, it really does, did seem to bring together a number of themes which were um, appropriate and had kind of come to the right, uh, you know, met their time. So let's kick off first and, and hear from uh, one of the co-founders and co-chair of Engage with Success Movement, and that is um, hear what David McLeod has to say about the, uh, about the conference on the 22nd. I, I've just been so inspired by the energy, the energy of the, of the people here, the energy of the speakers, the belief in the topic, it's time is ripe, why was the industrial strategy full of factual things, why, why wasn't there more on the people side, we're seeking to address that, a number of the speakers um, pushing the national productivity agenda, pushing the good work agenda, they believe in this, people are at the heart of it, and so it was a, it was a, you know, the dials moved, and we're giving it another shove all of us together today. 
absolutely. The dials moved the energy. And I think of everybody that I spoke to um, at the conference on the 22nd, that was, that was really what was coming through. And I hope over the next sort of 20 minutes or so, um, we'll be able to share and capture some of that energy with you. Um, certainly um, a, a uh, something where the time is right. And if you if you want to get a, um, even more of a sense of, of how the day was, then do do visit engageforsuccess.org. Um, search for Conference 2018, People at the Heart of Business. And on there, you will find a three to four minute uh, video clip. Um, thanks very much to the Edge Picture Company who were there on the day, um, not only filming uh, speakers on stage and some of the delegates, but also doing some slightly more in-depth uh, capturing of, from some of our speakers as well. Um, and they've uh, very kindly turned that round in, in record time uh, to get that footage up onto the website for us all to look at. So do have a look at that as well. But in the meantime, um, let's just hear from another one of our delegates. Um, Kyla Lacey Davison was from the voluntary sector from the Stroke Association, and um, I'm interested to hear what she had to say about the day. The biggest highlight for me was probably hearing from Eric Peacock, the first few speakers are from big corporates, and I'm from a charity, so mm -hmm. we don't have the same kind of resource that someone like Absolute might have. Um, so it's really interesting to hear from Eric some of the stuff that he's seen and stolen um, from great engaging managers that can be done for free um, yes. and really transform it, cultures. He, he was inspirational really, wasn't he? Yeah. He, just, he just felt like he could have he could have talked for another two hours and there'd have been more and more ideas coming out. Yeah, his energy was really inspiring. Yeah. So absolutely, there again, the, the theme coming through of energy. And um, she was talking about Sir Eric Peacock there, who really is the sort of the doyen of the SME uh, sector. And he really, um, in terms of sort of inspiring uh, the delegates, was, was talking about his, his willingness to shamelessly steal ideas from other people. Um, and, and he really, you did feel that he could have just sat there um, and he was talking with David McLeod on stage. And you really felt that he could have just sat there and reeled off a whole raft of ideas and practical things that um, you could do and take away and, and, and introduce to sort of the next day. Um, actually, Kyla mentioned how the first two speakers had been from large corporates, and that's true. Um, but I think that the, fir the first one that we heard really did kick off the day um, with, a, with a good deal of fun. So we had Anna, uh, Anna Mal Malmhake. She's the chairman and CEO of The Absolute Company. Uh, which is Peno, uh, Peno Ricard. Um, and she came on and she talked about how brand um, and culture are very much interlinked, uh, a subject which is, which is very, very close to my heart. Um, and she certainly got, got the conference off to a, a challenging start when she um, shared the video that um, Absolute have produced for their um, induction program for their new starters. Um, and their brand proposition is all around the purity of the distillation process and the fact that they have nothing to hide um, and they really wanted to convey that um, in, the, in a short film that they produced for their uh, new starters um, and I'm sure you'll be able to find it on YouTube if you have a look but it uh, basically is produced by all their employees uh, with not a stitch of clothing on um, and with nothing absolutely nothing to hide so it's a lovely beautifully produced high quality um, but nonetheless, um, very amusing film, um, which, which absolutely was true to the brand and, and the culture. Uh, and so she certainly kicked the day off with a, with a really um, interesting uh, presentation around how they had 
develop the culture at, at Absolute and how in terms of everything that they do, they try to bring that to life um, throughout the organisation. So let's hear now um, from um, Emily King-Underwood from Santander um, telling us about the highlights of the day as far as she was concerned. So this morning's been fantastic. I think it's been so great to hear from so many different speakers and actually kind of get out of the office and, and get out of that daily role and think about the wider context and the wider picture, you know, talking about um, things like productivity and, and employee engagement and how that all links in. It's really important actually to take a step back and take stock of what are we doing, what are other people saying, what are other people doing and how can we kind of improve things where we are. So um, I should imagine you enjoyed the panel session particularly yes, then yes, about, with, yeah. with, with, with such great speakers and, uh, and some really powerful thoughts around that. Yeah, yeah no, it yeah. was fantastic. Um, it's brilliant to hear from people from across all industries and brilliant to see them interact as well and them kind of um, picking up on each other's ideas and discussions and things like that. So, yeah, yeah no, it's been a really great morning. Good. Is it your first time to an engagement? It is indeed, yeah, first time. First time. <laughs> You'll be back next year. Indeed I will. So, uh, yeah, so Emily was one of our many first-time visitors, actually. I think that, again, was something that's me. Just how many, how many delegates were there for the first time and were really buzzing from the value that they were getting out of the day? Um, Emily talked about the panel session, and that really was a high-quality session. It was facilitated by Andy Campbell from Oracle, one of the main speakers, um, and um, he introduced a very lively panel, um, Neil Carberry, uh, Managing Director of People and Infrastructure at the CBI. We had Tony Danker, um, who uh, is CEO of the Productivity Leadership Group, and also Dame Carol Black, Principal of Newnham College in Cambridge. And those three uh, were all on the panel and talking really um, with Andy Campbell about, generally about employee engagement, but, but it was much more than that. They really did feed off each other and challenge each other and build on each other's amazing expertise and insight. And there was a real consistency there that um, as, an, as a country, uh, as an economy, um, there is a real issue, as we all know, around productivity and how that is going to become an increasingly important part of our ability as a country to compete um, on the global stage, given the challenges that we face um, in, in the months and years ahead. Um, and that key to that, as far as all of those panel guests were concerned, was employee engagement. A sense that if we as a country are going to shift the dial on productivity, then this is not something that we can just do to our workforce. Uh, this is not something that employees can just have done to them. Um, and that we as employers um, and as a country really need to engage our people in the agenda for change and improved productivity that we are that we are looking to take on board. Um, so that really was a you know panel session that um, that was very very lively. Um, I think Paul Beasley um, also talks about that. Too. I really enjoyed the panel discussion, and I think the emphasis on productivity was really really important. Uh, the fact that people are at the heart of business, but for me there was a, a, the, the most important point was that right at the very end when uh, the guy from the CBI said that uh, education needs to be at the heart of as part of business as well, because so many times education does not cover people management. 
Um, and I think another guy who would agree with that whole issue around um, education is, is, our, is Ian Dodds. Ian Dodds, um, as many of our listeners will know, has been a stalwart of the Engage with Success movement for a very long time. Um, his particular specialism is around diversity and inclusion, but he is a passionate believer in the importance of uh, imp- uh, educating and training uh, managers to, to better engage their people. So let's hear what Ian had to say. I was really, really interested in uh, the emphasis on gain on engaging managers and productivity. I think that is a key link, and I don't think it's always been given enough attention in the productivity rates, and so I was so pleased it was highlighted today. I was also uh, interested in the talk earlier on in the day about uh, get, get from Sir Peter Elwood, I think was his name, uh, getting employee voice and the ways he was doing that and taking account of it in that business strategy of his organisation. I think employee voice is so important. Absolutely, and obviously one of the one of the four enablers um, that engage with success has identified as being present in high performing cultures and in organizations where, where they have particularly high levels of, of, of engagement amongst their workforce. I think one of the themes that, that came through as well during the course of the day was the sense that whether or not the speakers were coming from PLCs, large corporates, public sector, uh, SMEs, um, there were practical ideas and solutions and uh, themes that listeners, delegates could take away with them and apply to their own organisation. It provoked thought um, amongst the delegates. And I think it's quite interesting to hear from two chaps from the Ordnance Survey, so a public sector organisation, Chris Anderson and Mark Cuthbert, um, who I caught up with um, later on in the morning, who who were really talking to me about what they were getting out of the day. Um, I think the highlights for me have been um, to try and reflect on where we are as, a, as, a, as an organisation and how that relates to some of the key themes that have been talked about. And uh, I think one of the challenges for Ormond Survey is um, we have uh, a remote workforce and the management team is also remote. So we've got a remote management team managing a remote workforce. Uh-huh. So one of, the, one of the key themes that's been running through uh, the majority of the sessions this morning for me has been very much about that getting back to the shop floor, which is obviously a fundamental point of, um, of uh, engaging with people. Indeed, absolutely. And, um, and from your point of view, um, Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark yeah, yeah. How, how about you? What was your particular highlight? I, I mean, hi- highlighting what Chris has already said, that, that some of the different speakers talking about a sense of purpose Mm-hmm. And actually, where we've got some strengths, recognising Ordnance Survey, we've got some real strengths with people, but also what our purpose is, is actually got a, a story we can sell probably better than we currently do mm-hmm. and engage our people in that story. Absolutely. Um, so it was that sense of purpose mm-hmm. that really we, we, we probably need to capitalise on more. I think we've got to go back to some of those roots, though, yes. in order to actually bring new people in. Yes. And actually not just bring new people in, bring the right new people in. Right. Interesting. They, they both started talking about sense of purpose and, uh, and selling our story better. Um, and, um, and that really picked up on um, the presentation which Paula Bennells, who's group CEO of the post office, gave, uh, where she talked um, very much about the 
need to share their purpose with a large workforce, particularly at a time when they were going through some really significant change. And she talked about how that was a really difficult journey, how it was a, uh, something that was not going to be welcomed by an awful lot of their people. Um, but I think one, one of the things that struck everybody so much was the, the uh, way she approached it, which was around being honest and transparent with people and making it clear where they were trying to take the organization, what the purpose was, what the vision was, and then taking people with them on that journey. So even if they didn't particularly want, want that to happen, even if they didn't particularly agree um, with, the, with the fact that the outcome was going to be less than positive for them, at least they had been treated with respect and honesty about what the, what the organization was trying to achieve. Um, and I think that comes through in, in some of the other clips, which we'll, we'll just hear. First of all, um, from, from uh, Martin, uh, who is actually Edge Picture, who were the guys there who were filming the day for us, um, just be interesting to hear what he has to say. Uh, Martin from the Edge Picture Company, um, terribly impressed with the post office story, and I just can't imagine how difficult a transformation that was, and pulling it off in the face of just unimaginable obstacles was just amazing. Um, and I think also Joanna Hall um, had some had some really positive things to say about the post office presentation as well, which really picked up on that. I love the um, presentation by Paula from the post office. I think you know her view as a, a chief executive officer was um, actually unusual in my opinion and my experience. And I think the way that she's actually engaged with her workforce and really gone down to grassroots level to understand how the post office could evolve, what the, the right activities to be focusing on, and, and really connecting with her workforce was, I think, quite unusual. She was very honest, wasn't she? Very honest. Very frank. Very honest. believed in being that. Yes. And I thought yes. that was really refreshing, actually. And she brought up the word trust as well, yes. and I think that's absolutely paramount within yes. an organisation, to actually build that level of trust, mm -hmm. and I think that came through strongly, you know, both in her presentation, but obviously the actions that she'd taken within the post office. Um, there was very much an authentic feel to how she came across yes. and I think a real sort of innate um, desire to understand her employee base and workforce much better, which when you do that, obviously you get that rapport and that trust built. Okay, great. So hoping um, that we've actually got our, uh, one of our guests with us now for today's show. Um, can you hear me, Jo? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Excellent. So we've had a little bit of a technical <laughs> issue that, that Cathy Brown hasn't been able to <laughs> join us, but um, I'm in, more than delighted to welcome um, Joe Dodds, who is, um, as regular listeners know, um, the uh, co-host for the Engage with Success Radio. And Joe's been one of the core team members of Engage with Success for a very long time now and was obviously there on the on the day. So thank you, Joe, for, for joining us. We, we're just really trying to get a bit of a sense and capture a little bit of a sense for our listeners of really what the energy was on uh, the conference and some of the sort of key themes that um, that we've been talking about. So um, we've been sharing mm -hmm. some of the clips from delegates um, and, uh, and, and yeah, you know, things like the, the really high levels of energy that there were in the room. Also surprised by the number of new first time visitors that I met as well on the day. But um, I think what I'd just like to do is just um, play a couple of couple of more clips, um, and then we can uh, we can hear from you as to some of your observations, if that's all right, and so perhaps what what those clips actually provoke in in your mind. So, um, talking yep. about long term uh, core team members, uh, going to hear first from John Hardy, who 
was involved with Engage with Success back in the early days. Um, he's he's now um, he's been working overseas and is now is now back uh, in the UK. So let's hear from John, and then we'll also hear from Sam Pierce from Balsa Beatty, and she's one of my first timers. Uh, so for her, it was um, it was a first experience, and I think it's interesting to hear what they've both got to say. So let's let's just listen to them first, and then we'll come back to you, Joe. But okay. having lots of faith, and actually, I'm now spending time uh, actually using some of the things that I learnt from being in the core team in the real world. So, uh, oh, excellent! And yeah. so, let's talking about the sessions after the break this morning. So yeah. we, we we've had we've had Paula Bennell from the post office. We had the panel yeah. team session. We had the perk yeah. box session. Yeah. Particular highlights or particular impressions uh, from that all, session? All good. The whole morning has been really good. Um, for me, uh, I guess it's reconnecting me to the. Uh, to the topics and some of the people, I thought the post office session was excellent. Um, I, I just thought the scale of the challenges when you hear some of the numbers involved and the scale of change, I think is um, amazing really that, that companies have to go through that kind of change and clearly there are learnings for everybody involved but uh, it's hard but there are, there are ways through it. Um, and it's just finding and sharing what those ways are, I think. And that people can then take those ideas away, even from a massive organisation like that, yes. and scale them down yes, for, for smaller yes. businesses. And I think it's more about the principles than the, the, the logo that you've got on your name badge. Yes. And that, that was the big thing that hit me when I first got involved in the, uh, in the movement, that, that the cause of employee engagement is almost bigger than all our organisations, and actually we can really learn a lot together. Great morning so far. I think the agenda's been really varied, which has been really enjoyable. It's moved at a good pace, and I think the mix of speakers, as well as the panel discussion, which is fantastic, has been really good. I've really enjoyed the morning so far. Good. It was a high-quality panel, wasn't it, actually? That discussion yes. around productivity, really timely, and they had some really good... Uh, good thought-provoking points to make, I think. I think so, and, and I think a lot of the points they make could be applied to, to most people in the audience, whether you're from a large or small organisation. I think they're all really relevant. Excellent. So, so um, Joe, you you obviously been to a few Engage with Success conferences over the years. So, how what was your main take-out from the day? I thought what was really interesting this time is how much it, it really focused on the business so you know we can sometimes sit there navel gazing about employee engagement and you know all talking in the same language about um you know i don't know the four enablers and, and all the stuff that we talk about within the movement on a on a regular basis um mm. whilst saying that it's actually not an hr thing it's a business thing it's you know it's it's uh it's relevant to to the whole business and, and all that sort of thing and and we don't always um sort of look up I think and, and, and you know make sure that's what we're talking in terms of if you like and I think the, the conference really did that I, you know the fact that we started with um, Anna from uh, Absolute and, and it was very much about you know their brand and connecting their employees with the brand and, and as you said the post office the, what I loved about the, that particular session was all the stories that mm-hmm. um, Paula told at the beginning about you know their their employees helping people in the floods and being like the local community hub and all that sort of stuff which was you know stuff that is really relevant when you're talking about people and engagement and HR and all those other things but but actually is 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 real world stuff it's not even really about business it's just about people helping people and uh, you know I, I just thought that 
so much of the focus on the whole conference was around you know business so you know things like productivity and as you say the stuff that was in that, that panel discussion it, it was just I didn't feel like we were walking into a an HR conference or a, an engagement conference we were in a, a business conference that had you know its roots in the people bit but you mm-hmm. know but wasn't just as I say that sort of navel gazing thing of us all going oh yes it's really important we look after our people you know yada 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 sort of thing it, it just felt really commercial I you know I felt yeah. in terms of connecting that commerciality with the people yeah absolutely it had a hard it had a hard edge to it didn't it I mean certainly mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. having Matthew Taylor come on um from the RSA you know as I said um at the start of the show who, who was commissioned to write the good work report for government um and you know he his one of the one of the things he said which which resonates you know I've heard him say it before and it and we know it to be true but it's worth repeating um was that he was saying that we're, we're not just doing this because it's the right thing to do because it's ethical to treat people properly but it is actually good for business and it's good for productivity mm. and it's good good for performance mm. and you know that's just the gong we have to keep banging on and the, the the drum we have to keep banging i think but more of drums later actually um in a, in a moment <laughs> because um i think i'm going to talk to you about drums so let's just kick off with a couple more clips first of all i think it leads on from what you've just said actually um the the next clip so susanna braid wearing she was another another first time visitor to the conference she's talking about the practical um, ideas that she was able to take away and then we follow her with Emily Pemberton from the MOD so again public sector um, and then um, Lisa Padley from Virgin Media um, again somebody who was visiting the conference for the first time and found everything in terms of practical takeaways to be to be really valuable so um, Susanna first There's, there's such a buzz in the room, and uh, and what's lovely is actually there's there's a really shared passion. Um, everyone's so interested in the topic, but I also love that there's a real variety of speakers. There's some real inspiration about how wonderful engagement is, which is what we'd expect. But there's real pragmatism in the room as well about the challenges businesses are facing, organisations are facing, transformation, change, you know, competitive pressure as well, and how do we balance those two things out? So there's some really sort of big stories around transformation with engagement, and there's some little tips you can put in just just tomorrow as well. And then Emily. I'm here with Emily Pemberton from the MOD. Um, so Emily, tell me, what have your been your impressions of the morning so far? I think it's been a fantastic morning. Um, I love the fact that it started with the Mexican wave, got everyone up on their feet, and it just sort of set the tone for the morning. Just really fun, high energy, lots of just practical advice that anyone can kind of take back to their organisations and try and implement. So feel very energised already. Already, you'll be yeah. exhausted by the end of the I day. Then. <laughs> I know. So some of Eric Eric Peacock. Mm. Um, recommendations and so on which obviously for SMEs and, and yeah. business yeah. I and mean, you're in the public sector yeah. can you still see how some of those can, can be applied yeah and I think he kind of made the point himself sort of saying that you've got to kind of pick out what's the underlying kind of message or that kind of nugget that, that you know something that uh, you know they may be doing in the private sector what, what's the kind of thing that's really driving it and how can you kind of reapply it in a different kind of organization so yeah absolutely I think um, it's kind of identifying sort of what are these sort of moments that you can make more special and how can you do that? Excellent. So we started with a Mexican wave. We've had a naked uh, (laughs) Swedish company uh, video. I'm kind of wondering what's coming next, but no doubt we'll find out. (laughs) It'll be good. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. 
I'm here now with Lisa Padley from Virgin Media. Um, first of all, Lisa, have you been to an Engage for Success conference before? No, I haven't. This is my first one. So another first-timer. It's amazing, actually, how many people I've spoken to so far for whom this has been their first yeah. visit. So what have been your impressions then? It's fantastic. I think we've used the website a lot for resources, and so that really stood out for us to come along and find out more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just what we can learn from what other people are doing and the research that you create is just fantastic. Excellent. So uh, does that mean you'll be coming again in future years? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so um, particular uh, highlights from this morning so far for you? Yeah, I think the session around the post office was fantastic. Sort of hearing how they manage the changes that they've been through, because obviously they're such big changes. Um, and I think being open and honest with your people um, and transparent is just such a great message to be sharing. And, and they both um, were particularly talking about what's coming next. They were intrigued by, by what was coming next. So I'm going to play a quick clip of that. And then, Joe, you're going to tell us all about what this was. And so... Please enlighten us. What was going on? That <laughs> oh, <laughs> sound amazing. It does. <laughs> so that was that was the amazing Phil Wilson, who is a business person who I met in my local area. He's uh, from Kent, and he's mm-hmm. a drummer, and he plays in tons of shows like um, the Elton John and the George Michael tribute shows that are on tour at the moment. And he's um, the drummer for Mud Two who are uh, effectively mud without the, the lead singer who sadly died. Um, right. And he runs a drum school and uh, various sort of things. But he was with us because he um, firstly can do what he did. So he got us playing what's called boom whackers. So they're long bits of plastic and they're tuned. So depending on what length of plastic depends on the sound. And he got, got us divided up into about six groups within the whole room. And we all played different rhythms. So that was what you could hear. Um, but he also interspersed that with telling us about his own personal story about the fact that until three years ago he had a really bad stammer um, and would, wouldn't have even been able to speak to more than one person, never mind to a room of 250 people. So um, he, he was really motivational and really got everyone going after the, the break, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, we have um, come to the end of our live stream, but I think we've got, we can actually record a little bit more for those people that download on yeah, the podcast, we can. can't we? So we can just carry on. I've got a couple more clips that I want to share. And I really just want to, the one I want to finish with is, is finishing off with Nita. But um, before, we, um, before we get to her, um, again, a new, a new visitor to, um, to, the, to the conference. He's actually a radio show guest that we had on a few weeks ago, a guy called Rob Baker. And he was quite interesting because he, was, he wanted to sort of challenge um, the idea that perhaps there should be a new tag, a new thought and action group, um, which is around saying, well, it's all very well, um, agreeing with all of these themes and everything in the good times, but how can we as practitioners make, encourage organisations to maintain this right approach when times get hard, when the times get tough? So let's, let's hear what Rob's got to mm. say. We've been talking about how everyone here is really kind of gets it, um, but also the fact there's another side to the, to the coin, isn't there, Rob? Absolutely. So uh, we've just had Cathy challenge you to say, well, uh, what's our one takeaway from today in terms of the conference? And one of the things that I'm, I've been thinking about and kind of chewing over is saying, 
I don't want to go back and be comforted in terms of saying this is the way that everyone sees the way that we should be doing in terms of investing in people and being a more engaged workforce. What I'm really interested about is why do some organisations not get this and actually to be challenged around saying, yes, this is maybe a nice to have rather than a necessity. I've worked and worked with organisations where they've said they're happy to do this in the good time to invest in engagement and processes and policies that um, enable people to, to, to work at their best in good times. But when they're in bad times, they don't necessarily similarly then invest in treating people um, well and with respect and with dignity in the way that we've heard from today's audience. So I'm really interested in maybe hearing more and speaking to more people about the challenges we have to um, invest in our people and engage with people in a well thought out way all the time and not just necessarily in the good times. So there's maybe a new thought and action group in the making there. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, sounds like a good plan. All people need to do if they're interested in that is just drop a line through to us on uh, info at engagesuccess.org if uh, they've got some thoughts or want to get involved in that or any of the tags, in fact, and, and I can divert them off to the relevant place. So, um, yeah, who knows? Could be another one well, in the making. Absolutely, because, <laughs> I mean, I think there is, it's, it's got a very valid point. You know, it's, it's very easy to do in the good times, but when the bad times come, do we just chuck our good practice out the window and revert back to type? Um, and equally, I, mm-hmm. I think it's a slightly different nuanced question is why is it that in the face of such a significant body of evidence that some organisations still just don't get it and, and don't apply mm. it and, um, and carry on in their, you know, their old sweet way? So well we had we had um, a, 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 an organization famously a, a number of years ago say to one of our secondees that they'd put their engagement program on hold because they were going through some restructuring <laughs> we were like hand in hand thinking <laughs> really <laughs> um yeah i think you know <laughs> but you know we we always say that this stuff is and i can never remember which way around you said you say it's simple but it's not easy or it's easy but it's not simple you know in yeah logically intuitively all those other things we all know this stuff you know, is the right thing to do. But actually, you know, when push comes to shove and you're trying to deal with difficult situations, it's really difficult to keep those two things integrated, i.e. the engaging people whilst um, Hmm. going through that difficult time. And, you know, uh, one of our our, um, previous show guests from uh, many years ago, uh, Lindsay, um, oh, I've forgotten her surname. (laughs) She used to be my boss. And uh, uh, that's good. um, she used to, yeah, I kind of, uh, oh, I only emailed her last week. Um, she, you know, she she used to get it absolutely right in those situations, and we used to call it tough love. And she she could just deal with difficult situations in the the best, absolute best way and keep people engaged. And mm. and it's so difficult to do that. And you know, it's really hard to to get people to do that who don't have that natural ability to do it as well. And I think you know, organisations you know do loads of really good work around getting people engaged um and then you know as you say the difficult times come and then it's it you know you need to step it up rather than you know let scale it, it pack yeah or let disappear it disappear if you like because yeah. it's just too difficult yeah exactly and you know but i think you know i was i always say man you know leaders need really good emotional intelligence and resilience and they always have done and i think they need it even more than they ever did and mm. i think without that it's really difficult to you know maintain yeah all the good stuff that we talk about whilst you're going through difficult things and having difficult conversations. And again, another um, guest of ours that talked about that was um, Danielle McLeod, who, um, you know, is a lovely friend to the movement. And, uh, you know, she talks about uh, ruthless compassion 
and mm-hmm. um, you know she had a lot to say about that about in the heart centered leadership stuff as well. So yeah, so who knows? We've got a few people who could join the tag already. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and it, and it, yeah, absolutely, and that goes back to some of the stuff we were touching on at the beginning of the show, which, which was around the need to train people and educate managers and raise the standards of line management. You know those sorts of things as well, mm-hmm. so that people don't just mm-hmm. um, you know chuck their good practice out with when the going gets tough really so excellent exactly. well, Joe, thank you so yeah. much for joining us um appreciate you coming on um uh, as you have i just really would like to close i think with with uh we started the show with with david so it seems only right that we bookend the show with nita um nita clark the um other co-founder of the movement um, and for the mexican wave i think you'll find <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Always responsible for, for, for livening things up. Um, so I'd like to just close with a with a clip from Nita as to her her findings for, or her impressions of the day. Um, and uh, thank you everybody for listening. And as I said at the beginning, if you want to actually see a bit more about the conference, go to the website. There's a, a cracking short film on there um, with clips and, and edits from from the day's activities. And can I? So, can I also say we're we're going to send out a newsletter tomorrow. That's Tuesday. Um, I don't even know what the date is tomorrow, the tenth, um, with uh, more information about the conference and some links to those resources that you've just shared. So if you're not already on our, our mailing list, then uh, you're not going to be able to get on it between now and then, unless you're listening live. <laughs> um, but uh, there will be a, a, a page that you can go to on the website, which will, will have all that information for you. So uh, yeah, check that out. Excellent. Thank you, Joe. That's lovely. As I say, thanks for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll just let Nita Clark talk us out. Thank you. Goodbye. I think it's been incredible. The amount of A, energy in the room, the quality of the contributions um, uh, from the platform, and just that sense of palpable excitement. Because I think there's a sense that, you know, that our time has come. This issue has moved from being a sort of fringe thing that people are sort of interested in to being, as that panel said, right at the heart of how Britain faces the 21st century. And if we can't mobilise our people, uh, you know, then we're sunk. And, and so I think there was a huge sense in the hall that there's a, a responsibility that we all have. And, and it's sort of, uh, I don't know, 10 years on, you know, from when we first started the report, I mean, it's just the most wonderful thing to see. You must be very proud. Oh, it's not that. I mean, it, 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 David and I just wrote a report. I mean, what makes the movement is the people. And, you know, it, it's, just, it's just fantastic to see that amount of energy and commitment. I think what came across to me on the panel conversation particularly was this sense of actually a real sense of the word jeopardy if we don't do something because I think that's always been one of the challenges that actually it's it's kind of easy not to do something but now we're saying well you know is there a real risk of not doing Well this is my point about the moment in time you know where the fact that you know people are the solution to the challenges we face and therefore mobilising them uh, is going to be absolutely key to national economic survival. Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.